Did your heart just beat? Okay, then praise God. Join us in prayer and fellowship in the name of Jesus. We would love to pray with you and for you in faith. God is an amazing God. His word lasts forever. And I believe you will be blessed as we all fellowship in the name of Jesus Christ. On the call, I have a good friend, an old co-worker, a fellow brother in Christ, a family man, a God-fearing man, good friend, Brendan Moss. How you doing, man? I'm wonderful, Melvin. It's good to finally talk to you again, hear your voice. Oh, yeah. I mean, likewise, man, likewise. It's been a long time, but like, like I said, man, it's like we we never – it's like we never – uh having talk, you know what I'm saying? Every time we talk, it's like it's just yesterday. Yeah, yeah it is kind of funny how that – it, I guess that's been like that since we started talking, though. It was like, man, I feel like we we always were, like, talking, but I never we never, like, got formally introduced, you know? Yeah. So I just always was bouncing around. You were the friendly guy that would always know where everything was, and that's who I became to know as Melvin. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the really tall guy. <laughs> that you can yeah. point out of any crowd. <laughs> yeah, and I can't hide, so yeah, absolutely I'm lost. <laughs> absolutely not. So I wanted to uh I wanted to dive in into Matthew chapter seven and and start at verse twenty one. We're gonna we'll, we'll just talk about verse twenty one, twenty two, and twenty three. Um I'm gonna read from the uh New King James Version, um, Matthew seven twenty one. It starts out as the title of this section is "I Never Knew You." So Matthew twenty one, Matthew seven chapter Matthew chapter seven verse twenty one says, "Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven." Twenty two. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord. Have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? 23, and it says, and then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Wow. Wow, that's yeah. that's the scripture there. I know. It's, it's kind of a wake-up call, I yeah, think. Absolutely. absolutely. It was a little... It was a little scary when I when it came across my radar. Oh yeah, I mean, and it's it's like it said. Haven't we done these things? Cast out, prophesy, cast out demons, and everything in your name. But that's where our our that's from our faith. That's our faith, you know, saying we know mm-hmm. God, we know Jesus. But our works, you know, we're workers. We, that, that's a, that's the definition of a worker of iniquity. If if God can mm-hmm. tell you, I don't know you, depart from me, that means you wasn't doing something right. You had your faith, but your works was dead. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, like I said, it was a, a bit of a wake-up call, and um, it actually came to me at a really weird time. I mean, I I don't want to go down a, a rabbit hole here, but I can tell you about it. I can tell you how, yeah, actually, yeah, kind of, how interesting it was. So, so I... I remember seeing an old pastor of mine at the grocery store, and I think it was about eight months ago, and he, he just looked at me and said, Brennan, I need you to come to church. And I, and I said, you know, things are going great. I'm, you know, I got all the girls. 
it's great. And, and he, he just looked me square in the eye and he said, I'm telling you, you got to come to church. And I'm like, so it, it kind of, it kind of didn't, it didn't get all the way through, but it definitely was something I remembered. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I actually, uh, during this uh, pandemic thing, I was just doing some yard work. It was the first time we had been outside, you know, it was about a week or, or a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we had that, those cold days and it was oh, yeah. the first day I get outside. And I said, I don't, I really don't even, I can't put my finger on the moment, but I just said, I wonder what Pastor Frank's doing now that the churches are closed. I bet he's mm-hmm. freaking out, you know? Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I found him on Facebook and they said, listen to one of our sermons. We can, and I said, you know, well, I'm out here. It's Sunday. It's nice out. Okay. Okay. I'll, you know what? Last time I saw him, he said, come to church. I'll, I'll put it on. And it was, and it was titled, I think it was throw the first punch. And he basically, the whole gist of, I don't want to rob from his, how well he said it, but he said, the reason why when you're not following God, everything's going great, it's because the enemy isn't worried about you. And it was mm-hmm. like, I was like, oh, my God, that's what he was talking about. That's, he was saying, wow. when you start believing, that's when you're a threat, and that's when things will test your faith. And I was like, Ooh. well, if, if that's not scarier... Because I was looking around that sunny day thinking, you're telling me I got to, in order to do something good, I have to not have as many days like this? And, uh, yeah, it it kind of shook me. And that's how that, that verse uh, came across, came across, because I just started, you know, reading more about this. Wow. Um, yeah, and it was scary because, because I also read the screw tape letters, and I, and I, and I, I related it. I, it almost felt, felt like a war field manual for mm-hmm. the devil's workers and and and, he, and I and I've been reading about guerrilla warfare recently and it said you don't have to win the war you just have to not lose and that yeah. when those two things fused in my mind I was like oh my gosh I'm literally I am not doing the devil's work but I am allowing him to work because I'm not telling people that they need to learn what I've learned or or have the experience that I had where I realized that it wasn't just me on this earth you know wow. like when you have wow. that moment yeah, so, and then what makes it even funnier is I was driving down the road from back back at work, and I get a text from you, and you said, hey, how, how's things going, man? And I, I and I was like, hey, that's that's Melvin. He's, he's like, he, he's got, you know, I, I, you, you had told me you had left, and you were becoming a reverend, and and I shot you that, because I said, this has been on my mind and, and out of yeah. nowhere, here you are. And you said, my wife posted that what today yep. or yesterday. And I said, now this is too weird. Yep. <laughs> you know, I, I, you didn't get that whole backstory, but it was weird. And I wow. was like, you know what? If he's going to call me, I'll save it for him then. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that, that was just God working. That's that. I mean, mm-hmm. think about that. that. That's God working right there. I mean, and that, that's crazy. That's man. That's just a blessing. Man, that's a blessing. Yeah, but yeah. Like like I said, that from from that text that you threw to me, and us going back and forth through text, and 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 look at us now, we're 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 sitting down, two men of God on a Sunday evening, fellowship. You, you know what I mean? I mean, it's just and, and like like you mm-hmm. had said, that puts into to my mind uh, James chapter fourteen verse seventeen, and it says, "Remember, it's a sin to know what you ought to do." and not do it. You, you know what I mean? So it's like... Oh, yeah. It's like if we're... Like like you had said, if if we aren't... You know, if, if we're not doing the stuff we need to do for God, 
Satan is just like, I ain't even got to worry about you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yeah, you're 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 making yourself fall from grace by not staying rooted in God's word. So I don't even have to worry about you. But when we are doing God's work and and ministering to people and telling people about God and trying to lead our families to God, Satan is just he, he doesn't want that to happen. He doesn't want, let alone one of us, but our entire family to inherit the kingdom of heaven. You know, so he's attacking. He's he's throwing in demonic forces, spiritual warfare, all kinds of stuff to try to keep mm-hmm. us outside of God's presence. Yeah, that was that, that's something I think about a lot too. Like it's it's a scary one where it's like I'm trying to think of how it real how to describe how it hits you, you know. Um but knowing better and still doing bad, it's it's kinda of, and I think that's an easy lesson to learn once you have kids. Yeah, oh my god. Like, yeah. <laughs> you you look at the kid and you just say, they don't know any better. And 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 it's it's my fault really if they don't know any better. Yeah. And uh and you can't get mad at them. And I it's like it's a weird it, it's a weird like reflection of the situation. Mm-hmm. Of of like you know better and and you know that your creator feels for you. But he's going to let you make that mistake but he's going to let you know that, you know what I mean? It's wrong. And, and you just, you got to do something about it. That's what makes me you know, scared. I'm like, okay, now that I know, like, am I really doing what I need to be doing? Yeah. And, wow. and, it, and I, I, it sounds ridiculous, but uh, I was, when David Goggins said it, uh, he was, he was talking about, he said, what if, um, I mean, it's arguable his methods, but what if you get to heaven and God said, this is the person that I gave you all the potential to be. And, and David was saying, I want to get there having beat it. And I, and I was like, but think about how much good you could do in this world. And you're like, you're going to get there and you're going to, you might see that, that person that you should have been, that you could have mm-hmm. been. Yeah. And you're like, and how will you measure up to it? And I'm like, ah, that's a scary yeah. It's a scary question, you know, like Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and 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 like like what you were saying, like knowing better and doing better. I mean think think about this. I mean it's like like that scripture says, their faith cast out demons because they knew the Lord. But they did not continue to live by the law of the Lord and and live how God wants us to live. So Basically, they were they were hot and cold. They were straddling the fence. They were, you know, still living in sin, but they still had faith. And and that's even and the Bible says that's even worse for a person to to know the Lord and not follow His decrees. You know what I'm saying? Not follow His laws. And and another thing, me and my wife was just talking about is that um, think about think about Satan. Satan has faith. He knows God. He chooses not to follow him. And so it's like he knew that he couldn't do anything outside of God's presence. Think about what happened with Job. He had to go to God and say, God, can I do this to Job? And God was like, well, yeah, you can you can do anything you want to him, but don't kill him. So <laughs> Satan still has that. He still knows that there's a higher power higher than him. But he puts into our minds that, Everything that we're going through, if it's a if it's an issue or whatever, it's the worst of the worst, which is trying to keep us from doing God's will. You know, um, yeah, we'll still have our faith to to drive out demons, to tell somebody about the gospel, but 
Are we doing God's will? That's our faith, but our will is the work, you know, what God tells us to do, to, to, to do his work, to spread his word, to basically move our feet out there in the field, to be a mm-hmm. disciple. And so that's where it's just like, man, I look at the stuff that I, and it's like, I'm still like, I, every day I'm still trying to grow closer and closer to God, but it's like, man, okay, I could have done this different yesterday. So let me not be as cold as I was yesterday, but be more hotter for Christ, be more bold for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just, go ahead. Well, you were, you were, I don't know, the way you were saying that well, about how you look at your day and you look, you know, basically how you measured up or what you could have done and you could have done it yesterday. And I, I do the same thing when actually I was doing it right before you called me. I was I was writing uh, my workout log mm-hmm. and uh, and I was looking back and saying, was that the right, did I do what I needed to do today to get to where I'm going tomorrow? Have, you know, basically doing that. And, and I, I think right now my faith, unfortunately, um, is right now kind of like accident preparation. Like mm-hmm. I'm kind of waiting for these events where I can do be favorable in God's eyes. And I'm like, okay, yeah. like I'll, like if this happens, if the, but I'm waiting for these events. When but what I'm not doing is relating it from accident prevention. I'm not working out. I'm yeah. not getting up every day saying I'm putting this work in. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. You know, and and that's I'm not doing that. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know why. I think it's because I don't know how to. You know. So that's probably yeah. my next my next task, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and like I mean, it's same thing with me. Like I, I wake up sometimes and I'll just go right into the kitchen, start making breakfast or getting something to eat or whatever. And I and I'm like, okay, wow, I have to stop and think. Like, okay, I didn't even acknowledge God this morning. And it's ten thirty in the morning. I'm I'm typing away on emails for work and whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. And it's like, whoa, like God woke me up today. He didn't. He didn't have to wake me up. Let me do some work for him. Let me crack open my word and, and, and spend time with him. Or let me go into the prayer room and, and just fellowship and talk with him. And and that's where mm-hmm. I have to, you know, me, myself, that's where I have to be, become better at. It's not just like, all right, I'm up today. Thank you. All right. What's going on for the day? But, no, it's actually having that, that calm time with God, that one-on-one time with him to reflect mm-hmm. and ask him, God, what is your will for me today? Because, you know, we're, we're, never, we're not guaranteed tomorrow, so let me do your will, what I can do for you today, and be full-hearted, wholeheartedly given my, you know, as a sacrifice for him daily. And that's where I have to, uh, to grow, because I, I, honestly, I would hate to be this person in this scripture get to the gate, get to the kingdom, get to the front of the Father, and you'd be like, yeah, but as much as you knew about me, you could have did more. So yeah. get out of here. Uh, I mean, that, that's what's yeah. getting, man. Uh, yeah, how could you know? You, how could you believe so strongly if you never t- told anybody and convinced them of it? Yeah. Like, how, how strongly do I believe that if you eat this and not that, like, I can I could convince someone if I, if I gave them, if I got enough time with them. But how much more strongly do I believe in my faith? But I haven't convinced one person. You know, yeah. it's like. I mean, I think you got to at least do one. I mean, I can't yeah. imagine what oh, the yeah. minimum the minimum scale is, but I bet it's at yeah. least one. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Absolutely, absolutely. I, and and I I think about like how the disciples 
you know, it, it started out with the 12, and then it went to 72. And the next thing you know, all these years later, I'm hearing about Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So someone had yeah. to tell people, and I'm like, man, I don't want to be that person that just doesn't tell anybody about Christ. Like, God, yeah. show me what, what ways can I do better to have someone understand how you are, your your ways. What? Let me see your will that you want for me. Let me do what you want me to do, you know, and, and so that's that's my prayer. Yeah, and I I sometimes think like that, you know, as we try to understand what the, what after this life is, you know, and it's probably beyond, well beyond anything I could even think about. But I feel like on the way there's this there's this idea that I think God's he's got to really enjoy probably that person that got knocked down, drag out, alcoholic, couldn't fight it felt bad, repented, repeatedly suffered all their life and finally got there and God was probably like, yes, you you just didn't give in. Yep. And like, and I'm like, damn, that's a lot of suffering, man. Yeah. You know, so, you know, maybe I, maybe, maybe I need to suffer a little bit, staying up a little later to talk to somebody that needs it, you know, or, or things like that. Like, absolutely. I mean, and, and yeah, I think so. about I think about like this too. Think about Paul. Paul, Apostle Paul, was one of the worst sinners. You know, he was persecuting Christians. He had Stephen Stone, but then God, you know, turned him around, and he was like, "I got to be sold out for Christ." I mean, he went through three or four shipwrecks, and that still didn't stop him from spreading God's <laughs> word. I mean, if, if if we had a boat that was sinking on Lake Michigan, we'd be like, "All right, we're, we're done." I mean, like that's it. But yeah, you went through three or four different ship, shipwrecks at different times, and it's just like if you're the, if he's that strong for Christ, I mean, like he went everywhere. He put some miles in on his feet. I mean, like from those, those sandals he had, man. <laughs> okay. and, and that's how, yeah. and that's how we have to be. And it was just like, and like I said, when I was when we was reading the scripture, it was just like, man, it's it, it's like. God, what is your will? Because I'm afraid that I haven't done enough for you. Just like the scripture says. And then like like even even in even in Acts, even in Acts chapter nineteen, I think it's fifteen and sixteen, where like the evil spirits that, that came upon that man, they were like uh Jesus when he was trying to rebuke them. And he was, like, using the name of Jesus. And they were like, the demons was like, Jesus I know, and, and Paul I know, but, man, who is you? Like, you, you can't rebuke. <laughs> you, ain't, you don't even have enough faith to rebuke us. We know Jesus. We tremble from him. And we know Paul has the Holy Spirit in him. So we, we're kind of we're fearing him, too, because we know when he comes around, he's got the, the spirit of the Lord with him. But they're like, who are you? And then uh, it says, like, then the man the evil spirits the, the the evil spirits was in this man and he was trying to rebuke him. And so the evil spirits jumped on that man. They beat him up and and he was jacked up. He ran away naked. I mean they just they just really beat this man up. And it's just <laughs> like like God, we're 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 really going against some strong demonic forces to where they don't even tremble us when we use the name of Jesus because they know if we're for real or not. 
and and that's another scary thing. It's like we go around saying, "Yep, I believe in Jesus," but what are we doing? You know, like what works have we put in? Yeah, I, you know, I think I think it's going to sound really weird, but it's really God seems so much more real when you see how easy it is for people to be evil. Oh my God! And it's yeah. like. And you're like, oh wow, look, yes, okay, I get it. That's the that's how that's the hardest thing for me to understand when I was growing up uh, was why do I have to think I'm a horrible person? Like, why do I have to believe this born in sin thing? Mm-hmm. And and it finally occurred to me after I read Screw Tape, the Screw Tape letters, because it was it's so easy to be horrible that that it like it's it's got to be the, what he was talking about, how you've, you've now become born into sin. It's because you know what's good and you know what's bad. And for some reason, it's your natural inclination to be a bad person. Yeah. And like, I think it all the time. Like, it's like, you, you know, the first thing you know is you see the negative in something. The first thing you want to, you, you want to, you, you have this feeling that tells you, wouldn't it be horrible if I did this, 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 why would I have that thought? Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. Why why do you even have that thought? Like somebody uh falls and you think, "Oh man, it'd be horrible if I laughed." Well, yeah. Why would I Why yeah. is that my first thought? Right. And and yeah, and then it so it makes me understand that I'm literally set up like to fail, but there's one thing that I have to do to make it, and all I have to do is ask and pray. Yeah. And yep. every time I have a problem, all I have to do is ask and do you know what yep. I mean? And and uh, and I think that's that's that gets all the way around to what you were talking about is get in the morning, and it's like just not asking, just saying what can I do today? What yeah. can I do for you today? Please let me do something and meaning it though. You know that's what's yeah. tough too. Oh, You're yeah. like absolutely. Please, please let me see you as long as it's not really an inconvenience to my commute home. Like that's what we're really thinking. Yep. But you're like it's. This guy told me, he's like, what if you put on your clothes today and those are the clothes you're going to wear now for three days because something's going to happen. You're going to be put into this path, this this mission that, like, your friend's kid gets sick and you have to go over to his house and watch his kids and you've got to stay up all night, like something like that where God says, there, I tested you. Mm. Like, I did it. That's what you asked for. Yeah. You asked to do something good, and I put you into that situation. Now, are you going to accept it when it when it hits you? And it's a scary thing to ask, honestly. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, and, and, can I ask to to have something like a spotlight on me to where I'm a Christian and something bad's going to happen? It's like it's to get me through to prove you that I can suffer. It's like that's what you're asking for. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. That it, yeah, that, man. That that. Oh my God, I never thought about it like that. That is, yeah. That is amazing. And that's I'm, what I think. It took me a long time to figure out what God-fearing was. It was like, why do I fear God? He's the nice thing with the clouds and the sunshine and the rain, like, and the angels, right? I'm like, no, it's it's something. He has that, a wrath. Oh, yeah. He has a wrath. I mean, and, and like, how – I just think about, like, when you were just saying that, how he was in the – how, like, when they were coming out of Egypt, Moses and everyone, they were coming out of Egypt, and they, for 40 years, God had a cloud over them. For, for shade and a fire over them at night for heat. He he sent he's he sent down manna for them to eat and then they started complaining about it. It's like what, <laughs> like what, what are we doing? Like you guys ain't doing nothing. 
But I'm, I'm raining bread from the sky for you guys to eat, and you complain about it. And it's oh. just like, it's just like, but, yeah. and then God was like, well, you guys are so jacked up. I brought you out of this land. You guys weren't even thankful for me. You guys started making a golden calf waiting for Moses to come down. He's like, you know what? You guys won't even inherit it, the land that you guys were, were promised. And, and, and that wrath, that, and that, I think that's just a, an, an easy wrath. Think about the wrath of God when he comes back and it's just, I mean, just yeah, uh, fire yeah. and everything everywhere. I mean, and, and we're like, did I? and that's what we're like, okay, uh, let me change my ways. No, it's too late then. I mean, think about that wrath, and that's why we have to go out and and spread God's word and do His will and 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 work for Him. Not about us. Not about what we can gain out of a specific situation, but what will mm-hmm. God gain? Will God gain a soul? Will God gain another person that believes in Jesus Christ? That's what that's what's all worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, you just brought a lot it's of thoughts also into scary, it's, just, yeah. it's also scary. It's also scary. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I I look at my kids and so this is a long, this is kind of a, a long story. I'll, I'll make this one shorter. But uh, I got into a car accident when I was uh, 16 years old. I was like, the, it's the night before uh, our first two-day practice, and my dad had brought me up in the Catholic Church all the time, and you know every Sunday we'd go, but I never really. I wanted to believe I'd give people their shot, but I could, I just couldn't feel it. Yeah. And, um, and I got like thrown, I was like sleeping in the back and I got thrown out the car and I went through the woods and I woke up later and people didn't believe me that I had been in the car. And I said, well, I must've been cause I fell asleep in it. And that's the last place I remember being. And then I, I turned and my whole side was like cuts everywhere. You know what I mean? Cause I went like flying through the field. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And when my, and when my dad saw me the next morning, and meanwhile, like all my my buddy almost died, right? Like, but I didn't have a broken bone on me. Wow. And my uh, both football players too. So it wasn't because I was like a strong, really. And he was equally, you know. And, yeah, and, uh, oh yeah, absolutely. And my dad saw me, and he said, "Are you convinced yet?" <laughs> and it was like I don't know. It was, just, <laughs> it, was a, it was a wake up call too. Yeah, he's like it kind of. It's, kind of the first time I really talked about it in this way, but yeah, he said, are you convinced yet? Or are you going to do something dumber to where he's like, it's, I don't know. It's a tough thing to talk about. He's like, he's like, I want to know you as a believer. Yeah. He's like, cause he's like the next time you won't live. And he's like, then you'll know, but I won't know you as a believer. And it was like, a, it was a powerful moment, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I just, yeah. So it was, it was amazing. Like it kind of takes like, sets me back because I've never really talked about it with a Christian before. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, I brush it off as like a, a closed off thing. I, like, like I'll say it as a, as a party gag. Someone yeah. will say like, put oh, your yeah. seatbelt on and you'll fly out of the car. And I'll be like, yeah, actually that happened to me. That's why I was yeah. there. And it's like, it's funny, but I never like yep. broke it down to really what it meant oh, to, yeah. to me. And, and I, and that was the moment where I, where I said this, this might be a thing. Mm. This might be real. Yeah, and then uh, and then when you and, and I think about my kids, you know, so so getting back to the work of God, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was an intense that was an intense moment. I can't believe I told you that story like that. It was just, um, so he said, you know, was he, when my dad asked me that, I think, can I teach my kids who God is without him having to teach him teach my girls for me? Mm. 
executed. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need the, my girls to take that step out in the traffic and step back and be like, holy crap, what was that thing? Yeah. That just pushed me. Yeah. I, no, you know, because that's, that people, people see things like, like I've heard of like, uh, you know, I'm, I know people personally that have had someone in their unit get shot by a bullet. That's been a really weird thing. And they were like, holy crap. There's no way that was real. Like, there's no way that was possible that that yeah. happened. Yep. Right here in front of my face. Like, people have fallen down and had bullets go through their shirt, but, like, they were laying on their back. And it's like, that's the thing. That's the yeah. thing that's like, yeah. are you convinced yet? Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, and, you, and, you were uh, in the military. Yeah, so I know you've seen stuff, so absolutely. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I've heard more stories than anything. But, yeah, I mean, I know I'm, um, a, a medic that had a guy in his unit put uh drop a machine gun down and the, the sights on the machine gun are a lot higher mm-hmm. and the machine gun barrel was in a rock while the sight was higher and it shot into the rock and came back into his eye and he lived oh my gosh wow he got hit point blank by a machine gun and, and he lived and it's like geez how is that geez. physically possible yeah yeah <laughs> you know and 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 some physicists will tell you well there's a reason for everything like yeah oh, my God, yeah. yeah that's what i'm trying to tell you yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> you know absolutely yeah there's always yeah, a science so. side to it no that's god that's that ain't no science god created science it's god <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's really impressive so so what's going on how did how did you get where did you make that that take that that leap of faith where you said i'm gonna i'm gonna step back from my automotive career because i know if you had a hundred, if automotive had a hundred percent Melvin, I mean, I know you would be, you'd have groups of people under your control. I think you, I think if there's a, I think we know that there's a, there, you've got not everything in it because you've got a lot going on outside of it. So when you took that leap of faith, what was there a thing that, that pulled you out of it where you said, this is what's got to happen now? Um, you so know? it was like, me and my wife, we, I mean, we really, like, we've always, we've always known God. And after, this was probably after Melvin Jr. was born, so our oldest, he's 11 now. So after he was born, we were like, okay. And then it, we, we felt Christ charging on us. And then Jason, he was born. And we were like, yeah, we, we've got to, we, we got to change. I mean, we wasn't like, out just doing who knows what, but I mean we were we were living a sinful lifestyle. We were drinking and stuff like that, and so it was just like we wasn't living for God the way God intended us to live. And so just, just kind of re- the, where you're doing the reactive thing, you're just life yep. here and and I'm yep. just getting through it. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And so and so God was like, you have a family. Do you know me? I mean, like we always knew. Like I said, we always knew the Lord. I grew up in the church, and my wife, she grew up in the church and everything. But it was like just as a normal early 20s people, we, we got away from that. And so then once we had our children, that's when it was like, God was like, okay, we got to uh, follow Christ. We have to do hmm. we have to do his work. What's, that's great that you both felt it. Yeah. And then no, when, what when we, well, and then when we had our daughter, that's when it was really like, I mean, well, yeah. After after we had our daughter, that's when it was really was like, okay, we really gotta 
I got to show Christ to my family. I'm, I'm the leader of our home, and it's just we really got to – I got to push Christ in our home because to show our children that basically train up a child so that they know know the Lord. I, I mean, just like what the Scripture says, train up a child so they know – so they won't depart from it but grow in Christ. I mean, that's where – then it just really took off. Well, and that was uh, right about where we where we uh, left off, or a little bit before that. Um, that was a little bit before that. So when we were working together, our daughter was about two. Okay. Yeah. Yep. About two. Well, yeah. Yeah. When we first started working, she was about two. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean, I mean yeah, it really just Christ just just revealed itself to us. There was some stuff that had, you know, stuff that had happened and everything. And Jesus was like, mm-hmm. you guys need to know me. And we were like, all right, God, we're giving you everything. You gave us these three children to raise. They're, they're yours. So we're going to raise them yeah. the way you want us to. And, and, and just just constantly growing in Christ, constantly, daily. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I don't know, that's. It's that's a tough task. I mean, I don't think I ever I ever thought about that when people when you talk about having a kid, it's just you get the typical remarks, you know, or oh, got to slow down now, or yeah, things yep. are about to change. But but yep. I mean, no one ever said, hey, you're about to lead the show here, and yeah, and if you <laughs> all you yeah, you know, it's not about the money you bring in. Like you have to lead it. You have to yep. literally create. You have to teach somebody, and I, and I like, don't think that really went through my head. So, you're like you said. Like I, I don't know who said that to me earlier today. They said uh, you, when you're the dad, you're you're up. You're usually up before everybody, or or you or you, and then you're in bed after everybody because you're yep. so worried about them. Absolutely. You know, and and I I never was you know ready for that. So I think what it was it did kind of bother me when I was still trying to figure out how I was going to come into my faith, and all of a sudden I've got three, maybe four people that I have to also convince someone. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Yeah, I've had – so i got three daughters now. I think I had another one after we left off, so. <laughs> I think, so, I think yeah. your, either your wife was pregnant or she had just had the, the, the third one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah like it's been almost three, been two and a half, two and a half, three years ago, two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of crazy to I don't know. See, we, it's it's crazy. It's so gratifying, but that's also the scariest thing because when you see something that I'm like, I know you were born into sin. I know that you will smack your sister and you will grab this piece of food first if I don't teach you how to share. Mm-hmm. I know that's in you but you truly don't know the evil in the world yet. And I, I yeah. can't shield you from it, Yeah. but I can tell you about it because you need to see it. And you just get so scared about it. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. And you're like, you, you just, you're, you're, you know, that someone that the fear of me is humans have this, they can manipulate. It's yeah. not trap. You know, some animals are reactive and some are, some can actually trap you. But to manipulate somebody, I think, truly shows the depth of what the original sin thing is. 
Absolutely. Like, wow, we're literally, we're literally the worst <laughs> things in this world, you know, when we want to be. So, I mean, think, of, think about Jacob and Esau. I mean, that's one, I mean, one, they were twins. One was real hairy, so what did he do? He went and got some camel hair or something like that and, and tricked his dad to give him the birthright. I mean, it's like, you, we're in the same family. I mean, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? We're, we're, we're yeah. taken care of. We're, we're in the same family. It's okay. If you got it, you're the oldest anyway. But for you to be tricked, tricking, you know, scheming and plotting, and, and, and you know, it, it's just, like you said, human nature. And that's where we have to get away from. That's where we have to look to, to Jesus solely to change that sin that we're born into daily. You know what I mean? That's where we have to, to take it to God on a daily basis because, Yes, we're we're Christians and we're fellowshipping, but it, it's just it takes Satan one thing, one idea, one spark, one demon to get into us and can try to change our our whole perspective of something. And that's where we have to stay in constant prayer and and fellowship with the Lord and fellowshipping with each other and and talking about Christ, so that that does not happen. Basically, keep on the full armor of God. Yeah, and it's so hard because it's like, it's, I think what the devil likes more is people that believe in God, but they believe, it's the easiest thing, it's the most effective worker for him, and the easiest thing for him to look over is the person that claims to believe in God, but they're like abusing it, and they don't Mm. know, it's because they've just had a little bit of a lens thrown in front of them, Mm, and, and and he was like, oh wow, look at that. Watch me work. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, because they're like, go, they're going to church every day and they're just, I don't know. It's like you, you just look down and say, well, I can't believe that, that we would let them come to church here too. You know, after, <laughs> after what flowers they planted. Yes. Last spring. You know what I mean? And there's, oh, there's yeah. people like that. I had, I had a lady work for me who actually left automotive. This is how crazy too. left automotive. And she said, I have two churches and I just, I'm not giving enough to God as I could. And I'm just going to stop working. And I was like, that's awesome. That's great. And she, yeah. she said, you'll never believe the letters I get from people that come to church that talk bad about each other. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. And she's like, nope. And she's like, that's, they're the worst. Yeah. <laughs> you and, know? and that's, that's the sad thing, man. That's, that right there is the meaning of that scripture right there. Mm-hmm. And that's what we got to pray about. I, I, yeah, and, and how often do we pray just about, yeah. e- about each other, like ourselves? Yeah. Like, I, like do I, have I ever honestly taken someone that I don't like and asked God, you know, you know, I, I pray that, that I understand the reason why that person is in my life. And I pray that they know, they know your will in some way and whatever happens, the person that they become, because in my opinion, they might be thinking the same thing to me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you just pray, you know what I mean? So I can't say, Oh, I pray God that they would just meet you one day. You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. you can't, because maybe they do know you, and you're you're doing the same thing back. Because you back don't to know, them, yeah. Because <laughs> you're looking through the same lens, you know? Amen. So it's, it's hard. And I, I, sometimes I, so this is, this is something I really felt, 
And it was a little scary because I don't think people like to think of the presence of the of the devil around you. Mm. But I literally was picking up screw tape one day and I was getting ready to get into the chapter again. Mm-hmm. And I had my phone ring right when I was picking it up. And I was like, that is so weird because that, I know it sounds ridiculous. How many times does the phone ring at any time of the day? And it was yeah. oddly coincidentally. Yes. But that's exactly what screw tape cautions of It's I will just make something happen right around that time. And you just, Hey, you'll forget. And yep. then you'll, and you'll still, you'll still believe, Yep. but you won't get to that depth because yep. I can get you. Yep. I can get you just by the, I can float a butterfly across here. Yep. And and you'll and, 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 and okay. it's funny it's funny because like I tell our kids the same thing it's like it's times where they'll start reading or something like that and next thing you know they're yawning and everything else and oh, I'm so sleepy and it's like soon as not even three minutes into we're fellowshipping and reading they're yawning and, and falling asleep I said guys listen that's a spiritual attack right there I said mm-hmm. we have to that's what we have to fight against that's like. If you guys were watching TV or on YouTube or Xbox, this would not be happening. But because it's something for Christ, mm-hmm. that's what the devil is trying to trying to pull you away from. I said we got to keep yeah. that in our minds, guys, and that's exactly what you were just talking about. And how easy is it when you're working out to say, ah, "Well, I do got that race next week, so I'm tired as heck, but you know I'm gonna." I'm going to get through this workout, but how, like, you know, yeah. we, we have the capability, but it's, but when we're like, Oh, I just, these words, they keep rolling together. I don't yep. want to read tonight. Yep. You know what? It's like, we can't, we can't, you know? Yep. So what, what would be how young? I don't know. I just, I remember kids young, really young in church. Um, they were like, I believe in God. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I was like, I see that oh, I hear yeah. the same thing you guys believe. And I'm not saying that there's not good and evil. Cause then again, I couldn't get into that argument of how did I get morals? How did I know what good and evil were? Okay. So I wasn't ready for that. It was just, I know there's good and I know there's bad, but maybe mm-hmm. that's just how we're programmed. And it doesn't mean that this thing's real, you know? And uh, like I said, that's that's how I think I got that moment. But I'm thinking, are there kids that are young that actually believe and they know what they're on to, but it's just such a lower, like, resolution? Like, and the reason I ask is because is it possible for me to teach my kids to actually believe? Or or, because I don't want, I don't need parents. I don't need them to just say things back to me and I say, look, look what I'm doing. See? They're in the face. Well, tell them they just they just have pre-programmed responses that they just throw yeah. back at you. Oh yeah, and, and they and, say, uh, it, "Our father," you know. They, I'm like, no, but they know what that means. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and, and I'm because, asking because I I need your help, man. I need yeah, your help. It, it's it's funny because um just just yesterday um me and our middle child, me and our middle son Jason, we sat down and we did a podcast, and I was just blown away. I mean, he was. He was reading in Jeremiah, and I was like, okay, so what What does that mean? I mean, he was just, just going in. And, like, with our oldest, he was he was five when he 
came to us. He, he said, Mommy and Daddy, I want to get baptized. He knew the scriptures and stuff. Yeah. We didn't push it. We didn't push it on him. We were like, yeah. We, we, I mean, we obviously went to church and everything. So I was a deacon at the time. And, uh, like, we fellowship. We talked about God. He had his little veggie tales and, and his kids' <laughs> Bible books and stuff like that. And he came to us yeah. and said, I want to get baptized. And we're like, okay, what does being baptized mean? And he was like, showing God that you want to live for him. I'm like, okay, yep, that's that's the Holy Spirit talking. And yeah, you're like, well, <laughs> that means I probably got work to do with somebody else, and I'm going to regret this moment. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, teaching teaching the kids, I mean, it's it's just coming up with different ways and different tactics for them to, to keep their attention, like, all three of our children, they all got three different. I mean, obviously, they got three different personalities, so it's yeah. it's different ways that we have to 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 talk to them and show them about God. But they they understand it. I mean, they mm-hmm. now that they're mm-hmm. they're a little older now. Our youngest will be seven in a few weeks, so she she even knows. I mean, she's. I mean, I got a story. It's so funny. We we got a we got a dog and. uh our oldest, he goes out the back door, and he leaves the door open. And so she's she just booked right out of the door. We don't have a fence. Yeah. She's she's gone. Yeah. She she's she's way down the road. And they're the boys. They're just, they just fall out. They're just hollering and screaming. Oh, the dogs run away. What are we gonna do? <laughs> and and our Great. daughter Taylor, she looks right at them. I mean, they're they're the hysteric. She's she's six, and it, it's her dog. And they're hollering, yeah. and she looks right at them, and she just yells at them, "We gotta have faith!" And I, oh I didn't my hear gosh. it. My wife, she told me about this because I'm I'm chasing the dog all down the street and everything else, all in the neighbor's yard yeah. and stuff like that. And so I come in the house, and they're just I mean, the boys. They're just they're just bawling. Hey, did you get the dog? Oh my god! And she's just standing there, <laughs> just looking at these two, like, "What the crap are you two doing?" And, and my wife's like, you should have, you should have been in here. It was like, Taylor, who's it's her dog, and she's yelling at, at the boys, we gotta have faith. And they just bust into prayer and everything else. And next thing you know, I'm coming in the house with the dog. And they're like, and, and it, it, it was just a, a mind blowing experience. But it's just like, it felt so good to know that we're doing something right. We're, we're looking to the Lord. Yeah. We're and and that they see Christ. Like you've you've conditioned. It feels good to know that you have basically conditioned out the weakness that they could have had. The the like the easy response to be be a not a sinner, but you know what I mean. The easy yeah. the easy oh, yeah. way to to get kind of pushed away from God, just a little diverted. You know, you're yep. not going the other yep. way. You just yep. is to just just be a a product of our emotion. Yep. And and she, I guess, has somehow at, at her young age realized that you can't be a product of your emotions because that's going. That's not what God wants to do. Right. And it's just beautiful that you, that must have felt like incredible to be like, oh, oh my god, yeah. Once, once yeah. I finally caught my breath and and, and brought the dog in the house, I was able to listen to what was going on. It was it was amazing. I mean, it was it was awesome, yeah. truly awesome. I just looked to the Lord, and I was just like, "Thank you, Jesus, for 
you know, yeah. than getting it, you know. But like I said, it, it's different ways that, because like I said, there are three different personalities. So there's different ways that we have to go about, you know, giving the kids the gospel for them to understand. Yeah, well, I think I think that the problem is, and I didn't, it's funny because I didn't think about this when I heard this. I was listening to Ravi a couple uh, days ago, mm-hmm. and um, it's weird. It's like it's like you'll be talking to me, and I all of a sudden something someone told me, you know, me listening to him is not even telling me, but it, you you just you feel it something different from it. Yeah. And and uh, what he was saying, what he said, I don't know, you probably remember this one, but he said there's four phases, and I can't remember the four, but I know the first two. Um, was when you're little, you have wonder about God, mm. but when you're when you're uh, an adolescent, you have you want the truth. Mm. And and yeah. and, there was, and and I honestly think that I had a really hard time like make believe playing and and um and I guess having that wonder. I just like once I like saw Disney on Ice and my brother was like, "Those aren't real." I was like, "Holy crap, they're not real." And, yeah. and, and like, I never, <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and I was, yeah, and and I, I think I grew out of my wonder too fast, and and it's unfortunate, but like, I think that's why I find it so hard to take when I have kids that do have wonder. I know they do, and I'm saying like, Melvin, how do I teach them what God is at least to some level that they should know at that level, you know? And if they're if they're capable of feeling having a, a like a certain level of belief, how do I get them there? You know, and and I'm I'm not used to talking to people that have wonder. I know that yeah. sounds crazy. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And just I mean, like a weird realist. Yeah, and it's like like we, we I mean we pray constant. And so like we look to so like one thing that we've showed the kids and had the kids understand is that Mommy and daddy, yes, mommy and daddy did this, but it's because God allowed this to happen. So the Nike clothes or whatever they got or the food that's on the table, yes, mommy and daddy prepared this, but God blessed us to be able to get it. And and that's where just pointing back to God, even in a little stuff, that's where they start to understand that. Like, okay, I get that. So... That's great because when we were blessing our food when I was little, I was like, ah, I don't, I don't really get what we're doing here. What are like, yeah. are we, are we thanking? Yeah. Are we just acknowledge? <laughs> oh, I thought it was more acknowledging. I didn't yeah. even understand the thanking. It was acknowledging. It was just, okay, I'm just, hey, God, letting you know, I know you're real. But now it makes so much more sense because that's a very, that's very almost a true, it's a truth, it's like argument. Like, do you mm-hmm. realize that I, we couldn't have this? Like, like it just, you know, think about all the things that could have gone wrong, but this is what we have. Yeah. Like, think yep. of a, a kid who, who needs truth can, can get down on that and say, yeah. yeah, oh, I get why we pray now, because this is the thing that keeps us alive, and look, we have it, and other people don't. And then, yep. so yep. maybe I'll have to, maybe I'll have to try that. Uh, yeah, I think that'd be, absolutely. That'd be the absolutely. first, the first, like, icebreaker into it, you know? Like, yeah. Because I tried talking to him the other night. I said, you know what? I said, I sit here and I kick my, I kick myself and I try to figure out how to do it. And I said, you know what? Let's just have the conversation. Let's just see. And it was really hard. It was the first time it ever came out of my mouth to them. And so she's, um, 
You know what? Actually, I think I was doing the math. I think that, that my kid, my daughter, my second daughter was born the one year old okay. because they're okay. seven, four, and then the youngest. Um, and I, oh, I'm sorry, four. You know what I mean? Okay. Anyway, yep, yep. <laughs> I just said, <laughs> God, I imagine me in the doctor's office trying to remember all the birthdays. All right. <laughs> I just said, do, do you know what God is? And she says yes to everything. I said, okay, what is it? And and she was like looking around and she's just looking at me and I was like, okay, all right. I said, God be, and I just couldn't get it out. But I was happy that I that I brought it up and I said, all right, mm-hmm. God, I took, I pushed it, I I took the, I got, I took that first step. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know where it was going to land, but there it was. And so I, the other, this is another thing that kind of reinforced my belief was I asked her the other night. And now my daughter's very delayed speech, um, mm-hmm. but when I tell her things, she knows it. So it's, you can see her, her uh, recognition of what you're telling her, like throughout the last few months is going up, but her mm-hmm. speech is not following it. It's kind of crazy to think of how much she knows. But I said, Leighton, what's love? What is love? I said, do you know what it is? And she goes, yeah, dad. And she looked at me and she goes, it's in my heart. And I was like, holy crap. Like, you know what it is. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I don't think I watch all her shows. All right. So like, they're not getting into that. They're not saying like, this is where my heart, I mean, she watches like PJ mask. Yeah. yeah. Like they're throwing <laughs> objects at each other. No one's ever talking about heart, you know, Absolutely. and it's not, you know, it's not like Mickey mouse where you see the heart throbbing yeah. and his little hearts coming out of his eyes, you know, like there's no thing that says that. And I was like, Oh, you feel love. You feel what you feel this quality that I am telling you has to be what God is giving us. It has to be. Amen. And, uh, and I said, okay. So she's, she knows that, that feeling, you know, it's not just this little thing I say like goodbye, you know, it's, yeah. no one feels goodbye. You know what I, right, you know right. that, how it, <laughs> it's just a word that comes out of your mouth, yep. you know? Yep. So, so I felt, I felt comforted knowing that even if I really don't, do a really good job teaching them, at least I know that they're, you know, they've got that in their heart, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. It's a, yeah, I think it's a little bit of backup. Yeah. Oh yeah. Keep praying for guidance and, and wisdom and take that to the Lord daily or different ways to teach and he'll reveal it to you. And that's what we did. Yeah, really. I mean, I haven't talked to anybody about really my faith lately. It's a lot of like inner dialogue. And, uh, I just, I, I thank you for, you know, forcing me out really out of my comfort zone a little bit. Because even today, I mean, we were behind on chores and when you texted me, it took me a second because I was like, I don't want to let him down, but I got so much stuff I got to do tonight. Melvin, we'll do this next week. (laughs) You know? And and I said, what is that? No, you need to talk to somebody because someone's yeah. going to challenge you. And, and like, guess what? Here's the challenge. I'm not going to go on and just tell Melvin about how great it is. Now Melvin wants me to ask for guidance every day and start <laughs> talking to my girls about because now I know it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And the problem is I know now. I didn't know when we first got on this call what was going to be my first step to talk to my girls about it because I didn't know because I was I was fully I was I wasn't talking to anybody and now. Mm-hmm. I know better, and that's exactly what you told yep. me when we first started this. 
Yep. Now that you know, what did you do for me? Yep. So brought it full circle. It's funny how just yeah, you thank you for doing that, man. So Father Lord, I I appreciate that. I don't take no credit (laughs) for that. That's all God, all Jesus. Yeah. Well, but yeah, man, I I appreciate I appreciate you sitting down with me, man, taking the time on your busy day with your little ones, and I got the little ones as well. Yeah, man, I, I, I really appreciate. Do. I really appreciate you sitting down and fellowshipping with me, and I pray yeah. this can happen more, more often, man. Yeah, I, I really thank you because, uh, you know, it's it's a it's a journey, you know, and and oh, it's yeah. just it's kind of like the familiar towns you go through in a journey. You know, you got yep. you got Melvin, somebody that's been there when I tried to go on this part of the journey again. You know, because I feel like I'm going on a road trip, if that makes sense. Like, I was, like, pretty <laughs> much just stranded, just stranded hanging out. I wasn't mad, but now I'm like, hey, we're going somewhere again, aren't we? You know what I mean? Yep. yep. <laughs> and here it is. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I, I appreciate you pushing me uh, pushing me in the right direction. Oh, no problem, man. I give God, God all the glory, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I appreciate I'm gonna, it, though, I'm man. Think about I really that do. I really do. I really yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> well, until next time, I'm, I, we gotta we gotta get some some kids riding together, or <laughs> me and you ride together. Been a lot of bikes Ab- out here lately. Absolutely! Oh my gosh! Yeah, yes, it has been. Yes, it has been. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll we'll yeah. sit down after all this stuff is done, man. We'll we're not too far mm-hmm. away. We'll we'll sit down and have families together, fellowship. Have some activities going, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I appreciate I, again, yeah. man. I, I appreciate you sitting down, catching up, talking about faith and family and the love of Christ. That made my day, man. Yeah, well, thank you. So we got a lot to uh, go to sleep with tonight, you know. Yeah. Lots to think <laughs> yes, about right before oh, the yeah. pillow. So absolutely. Well. Well, you I guess it? that's it, man. I got my group. My uh, wife is probably. Wonder if we can have Sunday movie time. Okay. So <laughs> no problem, man. No problem. Get to your yeah. family, man. I appreciate it again, man. I we'll talk soon. All right. Thank you. See ya. Oh, no problem. Have a good one.